Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Aaron Gordon here, and we're back here with the Aaron Gordon Podcast. Um, obviously, you know, there's a lot of questions that we, you know, are asking ourselves in this society um, right now. And the number one thing that, you know, I believe any person in the United States, especially, is asking themselves right now is, is are you getting the COVID-19 vaccine? Um, obviously, there's different doses, and, you know, you have to be on the schedule to take either two or three um, I mean, there's just a lot of different things that, you know, we're not talking about. Uh, it's a lot more complicated than just getting a shot and saying, you know, you're never going to get COVID again and what implications there are. And, you know, on this podcast right now, you know, pretty much this entire episode, we're just going to talk about, you know, why, when, where, you know, the COVID vaccine, um, especially if you're in college, uh, obviously as a college graduate, as a college student right now, um, just being in a really tough moment to, to, you know, make decisions for ourselves as well as for the ones around us. And I think that that's the number one thing that we in our society really have to start doing is, is we have to start making decisions for everyone else, uh, you know, just because we're around everyone else. And this affects, you know, more than just us. This really affects everyone that, you know, we're around really everyone in the world in some capacity. So, this should be a really interesting one. So the first question is, is are you getting the COVID-19 vaccine? Uh, me personally right now, um, I have decided not to. Um, I, I'm not sure if I'm even allowed to, but there are certain you know, obligations that you have to fulfill uh, to get it. You, know, you have to be a certain age, you have to work in a certain uh, industry in the healthcare. You have to, you know, th there, are certain, there are certain things that you have to do to get the COVID-19 uh, va vaccine and as of right now, you know, even if I was able to, I probably would not have gotten it yet. Um, but, you know, that's not to say that I wouldn't, because I definitely think that if I was in that scenario where I could, my mindset could be a little different. But overall, right now, you know, I'm not getting it um, until, you know, I'm definitely told, you know, that I actually have a decision to get it. And then I'll probably change uh, my opinion from there. So, you know, obviously there has been... 44, um, 44 million doses distributed and 23 doses administrated. So million administrated. So when you, when, you know, when you're talking about those type of numbers, people think, oh man, that's a lot. But I mean, if you look at the amount of people who are in the United States, I mean, it's getting up to 400 million people. So you're talking about, you know, 32, uh, I mean, 23 million people that have been administrated to one and and, and all that, I mean, that's not, that's literally like, that's, that's like 5% or 4% of the entire country that has technically, you know, had the shot. And it's crazy because, you know, with, you know, I think it's good that 44 million have been distributed and are being, you know, being passed around. And obviously those numbers are going to change really fast, but, you know, this is just, you know, early February that that's, that is going to be a long toll before, you know, we get um, to the point where we're getting 100 million and 200 million people vaccinated. Then, you know, once we get to about 200 million people vaccinated, then we'll be able to, you know, really see who, who wants to take it and who doesn't want to take it and who has, a, you know, who, you know, we're going to be able to see some side effects. Um, obviously, you know, this isn't what a lot of people probably think it is. People probably think it's some crazy stuff, but um, you know, as a college student right now, being around other, a, a lot of other people actually, um, you know, with and without a mask, but for the most part with a mask, 
it is something that you are definitely really concerned about just as a person because you don't necessarily want to give them the virus and you obviously don't want to get the virus but uh, you know when you're on a campus right now with you know thousands of other students you really have to be very cognizant of what you do where you're at uh, who you're talking to you know how close you stand to people it, it is I'll be honest it is really tough right now so you know is it a slow process I mean obviously it's not um, a lot of people have asked you know is this a slow process? I don't think it's a slow process at all. I think that, you know, the entire thing has happened so fast. Like, I think people really have to understand that, I mean, obviously coronavirus has been around for a long time, but this COVID-19, um, this, the, the entire pandemic of COVID-19, you know, really got started, you know, around January, um, you know, in, in China, um, you know, for the most part, got really going in January. Uh, to where it was, you know, really a huge, huge issue. And then obviously it got to be a huge issue, um, you know, late, late March, uh, late March of 2020 here in the United States. And then, you know, pretty much other places in the world, you know, certain places like, you know, in Europe, you know, they got a little bit worse, uh, a little bit faster. But, you know, all in all, I would say the entire world had experienced it to a high degree by mid-April, every everywhere in the world had been, I mean, they weren't shut down, but they were, you know, on the cusp of being shut down or they had already been shut down. Like you can't leave, you can't do anything. And, you know, when saying that, that has a lot to do with just the entire virus, how crazy it is, you know, the amount of people who are affected by it, how fast it could spread. There's a lot, but, you know, when saying that, you also have to look at how fast that the vaccine was made. I mean, it was pretty much made within, you know, three or four months. I mean, now we're, a lot of people believe that we had this vaccine ready to go in, in October. Now it's just about administering it and doing all the right things. And I mean, obviously that is, that is quick. That is, you know, four or five months of action, nothing but just working and getting to it. So is it a slow process? I mean, obviously for our society, yes, but for, you know, in terms of numbers and, and time and seconds of, of actual work and things being processed, it is very fast. It is one of the fastest things, um, you know, possible in terms of coming out with a vaccine that quick. I mean, a lot of vaccines, it takes years upon years. This one took four or five months. And obviously, you know, with it just, you know, having the toll of it being, you know, COVID-19 is shutting the world down. I mean, it has, you know, it has a lot to say about that too as well. So obviously, why aren't there more vaccines? Um, and at this point, so I use, um, obviously, I use statsnews.com. So, you know, pretty much there were, you know, vaccine uh, malfunctions and, and over promises what they could produce. So pretty much, um, you know, the obvious happened. So when, you know, you have people who said that they were going to get the vaccine earlier, there were obviously some issues. I mean, it's hard to build something that is extremely, extremely important so quick. I mean, when you're looking at the vaccine, you're looking at a th you're looking at thousands of thousands of different, you know, places where, you know, doctors could possibly go wrong or things could go wrong here. There's, it, it's really hard. And that's the reason why they normally take years to come up with. Um, obviously, I'm not a doctor, but I know that those things are complicated. Um, it's not very easy to come up with a certain thing that you're literally on the cusp of going with. It's not like there's some sort of formula that we all know that, you know, any doctor could, you know, just, you know, put here, put here, put here. I mean, that's, that stuff is easy. The hard stuff is actually, you know, coming out with the procedure, doing it, 
um, you know, getting the, the right dose, you know, whatever it is, um, it takes a little bit of time. And obviously that was the biggest issue is, is a lot of people felt like uh, they were overpromised certain things. And I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, that's where we're at in society. People definitely want it. So, um, you know, that's the toughest part. So obviously I, I talked a little bit about this and who is eligible. So as of right now, um, only healthcare workers and residents of nursing homes technically are, and that's technically, obviously things are moving very fast, but as of right now, those are the only people who are technically eligible to actually take the vaccine. So, you know, the regular everyday person can't. Um, so you have to be in the, in the healthcare industry, like for sure, for sure. Like you can't, you can't just say, Ooh, I'm, I'm, you know, just, at the doctor's office and I'm just taking, no, you, you have to really be into it. Like that needs to be your profession. Um, you have to be a professional at your job. And that's, you know, even, you know, all the nurses, like they're able to take it. They're all professionals at what they do. So, you know, the people like that are able to take it. Um, and then you obviously have residents of nursing homes. So if you live in a nursing home, if you work in a nursing home, you know, they really need it because um, obviously with them being a little bit older and them being around one another and them having people coming in to visit, which obviously has you know, been limited, the, uh, the way that you know, COVID-19 can come in and out is really, really, really strict. And you know, obviously I would not want anyone to go through that in, inside of a nursing home and there'll be an outbreak in nursing homes. So that's, you know, that's something that is really tough. So obviously, yes, that would be a good place to start off with in terms of, of getting the COVID-19 vaccine. So obviously, you know, same thing from the same, you know, website, you know, where are the majority of people getting vaccinated at? Um, family doctors and pharmacies. So you know, when you look at how many CVSs and Walgreens there are, I don't think that this should be a entirely terrible problem. And it's only a one time process. So, um, you know, you can always go to your family doctor too, as well. So I, I me personally, I believe that a lot of people are extremely, extremely nervous about how this stuff can go, can go and turn and then all this other crazy stuff. I don't think it's going to be that hard. I think that now there are absolutely enough you know places situations to where people can do whatever they it, it, you won't have to go through a drive up drive through all that stuff to you know to get it it won't be that bad like how people may think it is but at the end of the day i do think it is really important for everyone to get vaccinated when the time comes and when we all know exactly the outcome and how these things are going to be administered and i think that if you're able to get thousands upon thousands of people in the city to get vaccinated, other people go and feel inclined to get vaccinated as well. Um, so, you know, a lot of people are nervous about the side effects and obviously I am too. I think anybody is, um, obviously some more than others, but um, anybody should probably be a little nervous about the side effects and what it could bring, what happens. Um, you know, obviously some people have said that, they, that there has been, you know, I haven't really even wanted to do that much research into it because you know I, that stuff makes me a little wheezy and and you know I don't really like looking at the negatives of certain things that people are trying to make the world better but um, in terms of the side effects obviously there may be some um, hopefully it's just you getting a little sick and you know you're getting over it uh, fast but you know some people I said that they have gotten really ill and then have know, came back and felt fine. And if that's what it takes, maybe you may have to get, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty sick uh, to get over that. Um, so 
what do I feel about getting it and then getting it again and then uh, taking it? I mean, obviously that's going to be a lot on your body, but at the end of the day, if you really don't want to have to go through that again, maybe that is what is most important. And that's, you know, pretty much the toughest part about it. So obviously there's been a mutant uh, strand, you know, that's been spreading all over the world too. So, I mean, and most of it's just my opinion. You know, I, me personally, I don't necessarily even know what to think about it. Um, that's, you know, really tough. I mean, obviously they say that, you know, that has really shut down U the UK. And when you look how big the UK is as a country, obviously it's not the United States, but it's still, you know, a larger country and obviously a dominant country in terms of their stature and, you know, what they mean to the, to the world in general. That is a tough pill to swallow in all honesty. I mean, man, like you're looking at you know, millions upon millions of people that everything is shut down because of a mutant strain, not even from COVID-19 um, that we all, you know, know and have came accustomed to, but there is a, a mutant strain. So, um, you know, when you're looking at that, that causes a lot of, I don't know what how to say it, but that causes a lot of nervousness uh, upon me. And it probably should cause nervousness upon a lot of other people. Um, but you know, at that, that situation right there is going to be extremely tough. Um, I know that there has been somewhat of a travel ban that they have, you know, tried to, uh, you know, put on us right now, but I mean, right now we just have to somewhat just kind of just stay strong and, you know, see where things lead us. Um, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to a travel ban and it's not necessarily just because, you know, it's just people bringing it in or out, but it's easier to, uh, get things on a hold because obviously they feel like, you know, the strength has already been in the United States and they're trying to get that thing, you know, taken care of now and how, how they can do it is the only way you can really do it is a travel ban. That's the toughest part about it. So, you know, obviously will the COVID-19 shot be free and, you know, on all the sites that, I, that I've seen, the COVID-19 shot will be free. And I like that. I think if you are putting your body at a risk of, you know, not 100%, you know, you, you know exactly what's going on. I think it should be free because you're definitely taking a risk with your body. Um, it's not necessarily going to really affect your health per se, but I mean, you, you're still taking a risk. Um, you're still going through a process that, you know, you're not necessarily 100% certain about. So, you know, when saying that, um, you know, I, me personally, I definitely believe that, you know, you're looking at, uh, I'll be honest, you're looking at, uh, something that it should be free um, and it's not I'll be honest it's not necessarily something you should harp on that oh man it's free so I should take it but I think as a, for a government standpoint not for the people's standpoint but for the government standpoint um, it's right that it should be free so does that mean if you get vaccinated you should go out partying I mean a lot of people yeah, I'll be honest I think that the days of partying after this COVID-19 um I think it's very wary. Like, I think partying should be something that people should look at, you know, back in the forecast. I mean, there's one thing, there's bars and there's uh, outdoor gatherings. I think everything should be taken to much more of an outdoor gathering uh, style. Obviously, you know, you're seeing certain cities like Houston and, and Dallas and, and, you know, obviously the, the Floridas of the world who, you know, to me, I never felt like they took COVID seriously in the first place. But they, you know, they have really started to really embrace uh, the outdoor party scene. And I'll be honest, it just doesn't seem as bad. I mean, um, there's really not that much evidence that, you know, that says that you can, that 
COVID can spread outside. And that's something that I'll be honest, I can stand by a little bit. Um, I don't completely agree with it, but I'm, you know, I'm definitely 90% agree with, I mean, if you're outside, you know, it's really hard for particles to get, if you're, if you're not really close up to somebody and, you know, you're not, you know, but, you know, when you're inside, things can just, you know, travel fast. And I think that that's the reason why it got a lot worse during the flu season um, as normal, because I mean, normally that's the reason why the flu season is worse because people still get the flu over the summer, but in the winter you get the flu, you're around someone else who has a flu or you're around, I mean, not you're around other people. So somebody else gets it, but over the summer, normally you get the flu. You're normally around someone else who gets the flu. You're normally around someone else who gets the flu and it's very contagious like that. That's what normally happens. But Overall, thank y'all for tuning in to this episode on the Aaron Gordon Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure that you guys like and subscribe. And thank you.